February and love is in the air. So in this episode, we're venturing into the lovely, scary, and intriguing land of climbing partners and relationships. We've got a listener-submitted gossip story. We're talking about our climbing partner pet peeves, and Caitlin and I are sharing our opinions on what makes a climbing partner a cut above the rest. If you want to have a few giggles and get our take on being a great climbing partner, then tie in. You're listening to the Average Climber Podcast. Check. Are we good? Check. Are we good? Check. We're good. Check. Yeah, you're good. Check. Okay, great. We did it. All right. Caitlin. 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 I have a very, this episode might be the most, if I think it's going to be the most fun episode we've ever done. So I have to start it out with an extremely fun, fun fact. Wow. And this was sent to me in a reel by a listener. Um, so thank you listener, whoever (laughs) sent this, I can't remember, but yeah, this one's a good one. So are you ready? I'm super ready. Let's hear it. Okay. Have you ever wondered like where they get the dinosaur noises in a Jurassic Park movie? Like how they make them? I actually think I just saw something about this, um, and I, hmm. I, I've wondered in the past. Um, like, would I you think, think that they would like use a? Co- I would have thought that they were gonna like computer generate something. Yeah, no, but they, I guess they like use a creature. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I think you know what creature it is. Well, shit. This is the Tell first me. time this has happened in over <laughs> fifty episodes. But okay, so shockingly the creature that they use for the t-rex in like the original jurassic park movie is caitlin do you want to tell the people do you remember i might remember but i might also be getting it confused with something else that we've talked about. okay guess and then i will tell you if you're right or wrong there uh i know it was something (laughs) really weird i remember hearing something about a platypus but there was one other thing that i know they used and i was like what the think hell think cuter think cuddlier platypi platypus whatever whatever they Fuck sound it. i'm not really... doing that word plural oh, wait was it Plat- like a koala yes it was yes! a koala isn't that <gasps> insane i also think koalas are like creepy because i've heard weird things about them in the last few koalas years do weird then... shit they are mysterious to me they're yeah. not like cute I mean, they are like objectively cute and cuddly, but then they like, they're like little girls where they're like mysterious and horrifying on the inside. <laughs> and, you yes. know, well, like it's eat, like that. Literally, they eat eucalyptus and that's like super toxic. They're just so, like high as fuck all the time. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, when I heard that, I was like, no, don't like yeah. that. It may. I feel like it'll make me less stressed out when I watch like the T Rex scenes in the original Jurassic Park because I'll be like, <clears throat> koala, koala. <laughs> that ain't real. Um, that. Okay, so well, that's our fun fact for today. Um, hello everyone, you're listening to the Average Climber Podcast. I am Lauren. I am a certified personal trainer and climbing coach, and I am here with my dear friend Caitlin. I'm Caitlin. I am a certified nutrition specialist who works with climbers. And we got quite the episode for you today. For you love dudes out there. Yes. (laughs) Oh, wow. It's going to be rife with all things relationships. It's going to be very fun. But before we get into the episode, Caitlin, would you like to share the testimonial of the week from one of our listeners? Yes, yes. I would love to, to... say this one because it is so sweet. Uh, so this is yes. from Polka Dots 46. They said, en- enjoyable, achievable, stoke. New tagline. I've been listening for a while now and I find their episodes to be quite helpful, informative, and funny. They include advice slash topics that are actually achievable and relatable to the average climber. 
love, love, love all the fun facts. Bonus 12 days of Christmas. Did you know that five golden rings is actually in reference to ring-necked pheasants? Nope. Oh my God, more birds. More More bird bird content in that song. Oh my God. Okay, go on. Go off, polka dots. We love a bird fact. (laughs) And finally, they finish out with, it's been great for keeping up the stoke while my foot becomes not broken love that Aww, not that you have broken sending foot, you, but yeah no, no. <laughs> sending you all the healing vibes from from the hosts of the average climber podcast <laughs> um, we hope your foot gets better um and i'm glad that we're giving you some entertainment while you heal that up um okay yes, so yes. polka dots 46 please um hit the link in our show notes to send me an email so that i can mail you an average climber sticker um and as a reminder for those of you listening it helps us so so much for you to leave reviews and rate the show so if you're on spotify just go to the show page hit the number of stars and if you're on apple go to the show page just write two or three sentences about what you get out of the show that's super help us helpful for us and if we feature your review on the show then you can email us and we will send you a sticker okay caitlin i'm so excited for this episode we're doing something a little bit different um we're shouting out one of my personal favorite podcasts. Um, and y'all, if this is not a climbing podcast, like the podcast, I don't know if you listen, I, if you're listening to this and you like the way we're chatty and fun, listen to normal gossip. It's like one of my favorite <laughs> podcasts now. And this is what happened. I put out a call on the Instagrams because I was like, so we're doing a climbing partner episode. This this episode is all about climbing partnerships. We were like, let's talk about relationships around Valentine's Day and what is more sacred than the relationship between climbing partners, right? Um, we put, you know, for blank, we're putting our lives in each other's hands. It's very, it's very intense. Um, and I put out a call for climbing partner stories and I wanted drama. I wanted outrageousness and uh, oh boy. Caitlin. This story packs a punch. So in the first half of this episode, we're doing a normal gossip style gossip story and buckle up (laughs) y'all because this is fucking wild. Um, Unbelievable behavior here. Um, And then after the break, Caitlin and I are going to be telling you about what we look for in climbing partners. And we're also going to be going through some of the biggest pet peeves that you all told us about when it comes to climbing partnerships. So if you're looking to be a good climbing partner and you're also looking for a little bit of gossip, this nothing is the episode says, for you. <laughs> nothing says love like gossip, pet peeves, and what to look for in a partner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is, I mean, listen, relation if what is what's the fun of relationships without hearing about the drama of it all? Okay, Caitlin. Fair. Are you ready? I for some climate. Am I gonna goss? be mad? Am I gonna be mad? Yeah. Okay. Okay, right, but I'm not telling you it. anything else. So no. get ready. Okay. All right. Okay, okay. Get your thinking cap on. You're about to absorb <laughs> some information. Okay. <laughs> Buckle up. We are doing gossip. Okay. All right. So it's spring. You're in a small town on the East Coast. Winter is over. It is the prime of climbing season. It is green outside. And our two girls, we will call them Winnie and Layla, are in the car on their way to a camping trip. So, okay, okay. Winnie and Layla, okay, Caitlin, how are you feeling? Really anxious. <laughs> You're feeling anxious. Okay. I'm like, okay. Winnie and Layla, what's going to happen? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. So, Winnie and Layla are best friends. They climb okay. at the gym, gym together twice a week. They're together climbing outside on weekends. It is the Winnie and Layla climbing show. And it is finally springtime, so that means it is prime time for a ladies climbing and camping trip. So, like I said, our girls are in the car. Winnie is driving, and they took her car. And she is really tired overall, and she, like, climbed in the gym the day before. So she's, like, pretty, pretty cashed. And they've been in the car for five hours on the way to where they're camping. And finally, they get to their campsite um in an east coast climbing location so just imagine places you can climb in the east coast but i'm not disclosing exactly where this is so caitlin now how are how are you feeling now how do you feel when you get out of a five-hour car ride really not good (laughs) yeah yeah you're like and then how do you feel when you get out of a five-hour car ride and then you have to set up a campsite 
Uh, also not very good. Been also not very good. Done that a lot. Uh, do, do not recommend. <laughs> it is not my favorite. Yes. When I used to live um, in New Jersey and we would drive like the drive from Hoboken up to Rumney, like sometimes we would leave in the morning on Saturday. So we would drive like four or five hours, then set up camp, then go climbing because we would leave like so early. So we'd like roll up to camp at like 10 a.m. And I'd be like, holy shit, now it's time to start the day. Like what's going on? Oh my so, God. Been they're there, tired. Done that. <laughs> Our girls are tired, but they're excited. So and they're going on a four day climbing and camping trip. So they set up camp. They sleep. They wake up. They go climb the next morning. It's a great day of climbing. It's green. It's beautiful. There are good times all around. Um, and Winnie's very tired at the end of the day naturally but it's fine rinse repeat they go to bed they wake up they do the same thing again so we're on day two of our climbing trip now um and at the end of the day on day two they're doing like the pack up the crag yada yada and layla notices that winnie is beat and layla is a trail runner and she's like in trail running shape at the time so she is not as tired so she's a nice friend and she's she offers to carry the bulk of their gear on the way back. Um, Caitlin, what does like a crag pack that is, you know, has like rope, quick draws, all the things like, how does that feel to you? <laughs> to me, like I'm carrying another person. <laughs> yeah. Like, which would you pick? Would you rather carry like a big boulder pad or a, or a like crag pack full of everything you need to sport climb? definitely a boulder pad even though I do complain about those too <laughs> okay yeah I don't I would pick I hate how personally I hate how big boulder pads are especially if you're like walking through any kind of dense forest because nothing makes me more furious than when I like am trying to walk and the pad is tall and it like hits a tree branch and I like can't move that makes me pissed like I don't know what it is but it just like lights like there's like the primal part of my brain that is just like furious when that happens. I get so that. <laughs> I'm crag pack all the way just because I feel like the size is less annoying to me. But well, this is why you're a okay. sport climber and I'm this boulder. Why, <laughs> no, this is why Mike carries the big annoying boulder pad and I carry the that's this the real answer is this is why I just need to not carry a boulder pad that's way too tall above my head. Is that the real answer? Yeah. Um yes. Yeah. So okay. So the so Layla is carrying like all the stuff. Winnie has a very light pack. So the pack has Rope, draws, everything down to Winnie's empty water bottle. Like Layla is like being a real homie right now because Winnie is just like so fucking cashed. And Layla is like, I am a fit trail runner. I could just car carry all the gear. Like it's fine. Okay, Caitlin, how are you feeling now? I feel like you're about to um, tell me a story where the the girl in the horror movie goes towards the scary noise when they should go the other direction. <laughs> this Wait, is how okay. I feel. In this, if you had to pick um, a side to be on in this relationship, is there, are you on anyone's side yet? I don't think so. I think, okay. you know, homegirl's doing her, her homey thing, you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. So you're like, everyone's <laughs> friends. Everything's good. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Yep. So they hike. It's going fine. Then all of a sudden, Layla with this big heavy pack is on the ground and she is yelling because uh, Layla has done something bad to her ankle. It feels uh, very, very not good. But of course, being a rock climber, she's telling herself that it is just a sprain because we're only on day two of this climbing trip and she wants to be able to climb tomorrow. So she is like trying to downplay it, but like it is not good. Um, oh Caitlin, you have broken your ankle at the crag. What was that like? Really traumatic. <laughs> mm, yeah. Did you know like immediately like something's broken? Oh, yeah. Uh, my okay. ankle was in a very incorrect disturbing position uh, so okay, yes. we were like Trigger oh warning. this is bad Angles. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes okay so you were like this is you were like we are done there was like, no hope there was no denial leaving. where is the nearest hospital that was the immediate okay. fact <laughs> okay so Layla was Layla's was not like that Layla's was a little bit more um 
subtle, a little more inobvious. So she still had hope. Um, and Winnie is being like a supportive friend. They get back to camp and, you know, they have like a normal evening. Everything's fine. They're acting like two best friends would if one best friend just like hurt themselves on a climbing trip, right? Like everything's fine. It's like not fine because Layla's ankle feels very bad and she is concerned about it, but it's fine in that like they are behaving, you know, well, they are operating as a good team. Okay. Um, Okay. Okay. So. They, so the next morning rolls around and Layla is looking at her ankle and it is super swollen. Uh-oh. It is definitely not better. It is worse. And it is so bad that she surely cannot walk. And Winnie is still presenting very tired. <laughs> and, you know, Layla comes to the realization and is talking to Winnie and she's like, hey, like, I can't climb. I definitely can't even walk. Like, we need to go home. And Winnie is like, okay, cool. But like, I'm super tired and I drove here. So can you drive back? Which ankle did Layla mess up? No. Which one do you think, Caitlin? The one that you need to drive in the United States. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So Layla is furious because... A, her ankle fucking hurts, and B, it is her right ankle, which means that if she drives, she has to be pressing on it the whole time on their drive back. Okay, so Layla is, like, really mad, and she can't even believe that her best friend would, like, ask her to drive in this state. Um, Not to mention that being in a ton of pain is, like, distracting, and that is not what the driver should be doing. Okay. So, Caitlin, what do you think Layla should do in this situation? Uh, Go find Winnie some snacks and some coffee and... (laughs) And be like, toughen up, buttercup? Well, I don't know if I'd say that, but... Maybe. And then also, can maybe can you drive us to the hospital first and then we'll reassess? (laughs) Okay. The problem is that Layla knows something is bad with her ankle, but she's still like in denial about how bad it is. So she is thinking, I want to go home, not I want to go to the hospital. Fair, fair, fair. So, but you think, but you think that Winnie should like get some snacks, like chug a Red Bull and like deal. Uh, that's so tricky. I mean, yeah, because it's not safe for the other person to drive if they, I mean, really, if if they're both feeling out of it, maybe it's not safe for either of them to drive. (laughs) I mean, yes, this is, this is obvious. Like, tired driving is not okay. But also, if you're driving with an injured ankle and having like a distracting amount of pain is also not okay. Yeah, I think the, the, Winnie should probably be the driver, at least for this portion. Okay. So, yes. Okay. So, I yeah. All right. All right. So, I think, so you think they should be responsible, Winnie should drive, and they should just, like, take the day, rest up, and then get ready to, like, start hauling. Yeah, I think so. Do you think that's what they do? I'm going to say no. <laughs> what do you think happens? I think Layla ends up driving and they get into a bad accident or some something bad. No. Well, this isn't that like it's not a fun story, but it's not that not fun of a story. So Okay, okay. Layla Layla does drive. She does drive the whole way back. She's a fucking trooper. Um she is so angry that her friend did this that she just kind of like rage drives on the way home and that's kind of how she um deals with the pain. Uh, But they they make it back totally safely. Um, And Winnie just sleeps in the car. They do not speak. What? Winnie just passes out. No. Okay. I know you have strong feelings about. Yes. Yes. Okay. So no sleeping in the passenger seat. Okay. Yes. Yes. So not great. Um, So over the next couple of days. So fast forward. They get home safely. Yada, yada. um, Whatever. They unpack. Over the next couple of days. Two things happen. <laughs> Layla oh, go- God. It is, in fact, a broken ankle. Oh it my- is not a... Sp- oh. Yeah. He drove all the way back with a broken ankle for five hours. Oh, my God. Um, 
And Winnie starts being really weird. She starts ignoring Layla immediately. Um, And like Layla is very motivated. So she's like, okay, well, I'm in a boot, but like I can still like go to the gym and like do some stuff like, you know, over the next like little bit, you know, she's like, I'm going to still like go to the gym and like be there, but just like do what I can do. So she's like, so weird things start happening. Like Layla would text Winnie and be like, hey, do you want to go to the gym with me? Um, Like on Wednesday, Winnie would say she's busy. Wednesday rolls around and then Winnie is there at the gym on Wednesday with like other people after Mm -hmm. telling Layla that she couldn't go. Um, And weird stuff like this keeps happening all summer. Um, Winnie is not very supportive of her friend. Like she doesn't really reach out as she's recovering. Layla is still going to the gym um, and like doing what she can with her ankle. Um, All of these things. But like Winnie has just like left the chat on helping her friend. Um, (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Caitlin, how are you feeling now? I really, um, I'm really invested in this story. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling. <laughs> I want to know are you, how it okay. ends. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, well, it gets better. Uh, have oh, you, do you are, are you on a side now? I, I think so. Yeah. I would say like, this is weird. If my if my friend was pulling a Winnie, I'd be pretty disappointed. I'd be like, "Come on!" Like if you were like, "Yeah, fuck you, Caitlin. I'm not gonna hang out with you, and your ankle doesn't matter to me. And bye. I'm not gonna hang out with you." No, at the gym, if I'd you broke like, your ankle, you would have flowers on your doorstep the next day, <laughs> and I would be like planning a correct a spa situation so yes, that we could like this is, do something. Right. This is yeah, like how this you. Is, support each other i would have already like i actually have a friend uh like a close friend here in salt lake that like hurt his ankle really bad and like once he was to the place where he was like he seemed like he was you know ready to do something i was like hey can i write you a training plan for free around your ankle and he was like oh my god that would be great and i was like you're gonna get stronger through your injury and i'm more than happy to help like Yes. This is what friends do when you break your shit. Like, if you're really good friends, like, you support. Okay, so, yes. Okay, so, this happens all summer. The end of the summer rolls around, and Winnie and Layla, before this whole ankle situation happened, had planned a three-and-a-half-week trip to Red Rock, Nevada. Um, So, they were going to go on this big climbing trip together um, in, like, late fall, early winter kind of timing. And it's getting closer to the trip. And, you know, Layla reaches out and is like, hey, like, things have been really weird. Are you, like, still planning on coming to Red Rock with me? Like, you know, things have been, like, weird between us. Um, What do you think Winnie says to this? Uh, I don't know. I Maybe, maybe no. (laughs) Or... Um... Or yes, but not with you. (laughs) (laughs) Good guesses, good guesses. Winnie is like, nothing's weird. What are you talking about? No. Oh, I hate that. Completely denies. Just completely denies that she's been like absent. Um, And Layla is like, okay, well, I feel like things have been pretty strange. And like, I think I would like to cancel our trip. Like, I don't feel like that comfortable going on a trip with you for three and a half weeks okay so what do you think Winnie does then uh implodes (laughs) Mm. do you (laughs) what what do you mean implode uh just I don't know finally finally start saying things I I don't know I mean the Oh, this is so you think they're about to have like a come to Jesus moment and maybe like figure it out perhaps Uh like figure it out yeah I mean I would hope oh god no 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 that is not what happens Winnie flips the script and is like well you owe me money then what (laughs) yes okay so Caitlin as some background they have not paid any joint expenses for Red Rocks yet so what do you think Layla owes Winnie money for. I have no idea. 
would it be for the last trip or like yes yes was this the whole issue the whole time I don't know. Okay. We don't know. Um, but yes. So Winnie whips out like an exact number immediately and is like, well, this and that, like, this is what you owe me because we had to leave the camping trip early because of your like stupid ankle. Oh, girl. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-hmm. Bad. And Okay. The other thing is, like, Layla is a considerate friend, right? She was like, my friend looks tired. I'll carry her pack for her. Um, My friend is tired. And even though my literal ankle is broken, I guess I will drive us back because she is too tired. So do you think that Layla brought up the, like, expenses for the rest of the camping trip because, like, Winnie had paid ahead of time, like, in the moment? Like, do you think that she had brought that up ahead of time? Ah, I mean, it's possible, but also they had a lot of stuff going on. So maybe it just got lost in translation. Well, uh, no, you'd be wrong. Layla is very considerate and was like, hey, I know that we like went on this camping trip and I'm so sorry that like, you know, we had and um, I don't know. I'm sure you're familiar with this, but East Coast campsites are like very expensive yeah very expensive you're like oh here's your porta potty um (laughs) and like a sink for 100 camp spots and that'll be 25 dollars a night right like it's (laughs) not cheap um so you know if you're like you know it's it's not negligible expenses we're not talking like a three dollar miguel's campsite right but so okay so winnie whips out this exact number of how much Layla supposedly owes her um and Layla is like rolling back the tapes in her head and she's like wait a second as this was happening in the moment I was like hey I know we paid for the campsite and I know I kind of like ruined our trip do you want me to like pay you some money or at least like make this even like I'm happy to like you know pay more for the camping you know she tried to make it right money wise in the moment months ago okay and Winnie is like no no it's fine we are friends I know you would do the exact same thing for me like shit happens it is all good god okay okay so we're in the moment now and Winnie is like okay well if we're not going to Red Rocks then I want you to pay me xyz money for our east coast camping trip so what should Layla do Ugh, I don't... And this is, like, months later. I probably would just, like, be like, okay, if I owe you this money, sure. But then I'd be, like, really pissed off because it's, like, if if that's the issue, what the hell? I don't know. Okay. Ugh. What are you most mad about right now? Like, if you're Layla, what are you the most upset about? I'd be the most upset that like you're trying to make amends or be like, hey, if something's weird, like I would like to maybe not do the trip we had planned because things seem weird. And then the friend is like, nothing's weird. By the way, you owe me money. That's weird. That <laughs> yes is bad friend behavior. <laughs> yes, exactly. And also like, I mean, you don't have to be like a freaking nurse when your friend's like ankle is broken, but like, I don't know. Be compassionate. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, so, um, you're right. Layla does end up just paying her, um, because she just like doesn't want to deal with it, and she had enough going on, and was like, "I'm done with this conversation. Take my stupid money. Goodbye." Um, okay, Caitlin, are you are you ready for the where we are now for the end of this story? Ah. I don't know twists and turns, but I'm I'm ready. I wanna I wanna make make peace with this, <laughs> this <Yes>. gossip column. <laughs> okay, so so Layla paid for the paid her back for that camping trip, but they did not go to Red Rock together. Of and course. Layla and Winnie are no longer friends. Oh. Um, so they and they have not spoken since. <sighs> Wow, this is like very big sad. Lots of big sad. Big, big sad. 
Yeah. I can't even believe that would be like, how does that even happen? Yeah. You get that mad at your, your, your friend and climbing partner that they want to leave because their ankles broken that you just, I don't know. I've had like similar things happen where I'm like, Hey, things have been weird between us after some weird climbing thing. And they're like, no, nothing's wrong. And then you're like, just talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. And then like, boom, half the community doesn't like me anymore. And I'm like, okay, well that's cool. (laughs) Thanks. That's a whole bunch for being an adult and talking about things or not even an adult, like a compassionate per anyway. Yeah, so this is I will sad. say it is a bummer of a story, but I will say that Layla has come out on top. Um, she is glad that they aren't friends anymore because she has realized that she wasn't a very good friend in the first place. And while it is a bummer that she had to figure out this way um, and having like being an athlete with a broken ankle or just a person with a broken ankle definitely like sucks in general and losing a friend over it is even worse. But Layla... Layla is a resilient lady, um, and she is glad that this is over um, and that she can move on from the era of all Layla right, all right. and Winnie. So there you go. There is our okay. climbing partner gossip, gossip story. Um, credit normal <laughs> gossip for the format of this, but I just love that show so much, and I was like, I want to do a gossip story so bad. Um, so there you go. Um, make sure to go listen to Normal Gossip. It's so fun and hilarious. Um, highly, yeah. highly recommend. Um, okay, so that was our gossip story. Caitlin, how are you feeling now feeling at the end of our story? Pretty sad, but also motivated to talk about what we look for in a climbing partner now because I feel yes, like that could have exactly. been <laughs> Yes, yes. Okay, exactly. So after the break, um, Caitlin and I are going to tell you our top three things that we look for when we are looking for climbing partners um, or things we looked for in climbing partners. And we are also, um, I asked you all on Instagram for some of your climbing partner pet peeves. Some of your answers are hysterical. So we will be reading those off (laughs) um, at the end of the episode as well. All right, Caitlin, let's, let's shake off this bummer of a story and get into some good discussions on what we look for in climbing partners. So ready. What's up, Average Climber? If you're listening to this episode, it's probably because you're smart. And you know that one of the most important parts of improving your climbing is learning how to move better on the wall. As a coach, I have a ton of experience with helping athletes do just that. So I have two important things to tell you about. First of all, if you haven't heard already, I have an amazing free course available right now designed to help you quickly identify the gaps in your movement skills. Over the course of four short modules, you can change the way you climb. And those aren't my words. That's straight from Fast Track participants. And if you're really committed to moving better and getting stronger, then I have something even cooler to tell you about. At long last, the Crush It intro program is available. This program is designed for climbers who feel plateaued and are ready to step into their first climbing training program. It's simple, it's effective, it combines strength training and focused skill work so you can level up from all angles and still have time to climb with your friends. The Crush It intro program is on sale for 25% off until February 2nd. You can grab Crush It Intro for $44, which is less than a pair of climbing shoes. And honestly, that's less than a climbing shoe resold too. If you grab the program before then, you will also get access to my exclusive goal setting course. And if you need a link for any of this, head on over to our show notes or go to goodsprayclimbing.com and you'll find it there. That's it for announcements. Now onto the show. All right, Caitlin, now we get to talk about what we look for in climbing partners. Um, And I would love to ask you, so we each have ranked our top three things we look for in the people that we enjoy climbing with. Um, And so let's start with your, so we're going to go from thing, you know, we have our top three and our number one will be the thing that we consider like most important to us. So 
Caitlin, what is your (laughs) number three? (laughs) My number three is open to discussing beta slash talking through issues. Because I feel like for me, if Mm. someone I'm climbing with is really dismissive or like not conscientious of, you know, like if someone's just throwing bait at me and not really asking for permission or like they don't want to talk through things with me. Mm. Maybe we just have different styles of communication. But I think for me, it's really important to feel comfortable to like talk through things with someone versus having beta sprayed at me or having someone be like, oh, no, you'll be fine. It's like, maybe, but can we talk about it? That's important. Yeah. I think having someone, it sounds like you want someone to kind of like view you as like an equal, not as someone that like needs to be given (laughs) advice to or someone that like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Like we don't need to climb the same grades, but we need to be able to have some like communication middle Or if someone does like climb harder than you, that's totally fine. But like, I don't want you to just assume that like you get to tell me what to do because like you climb harder than me or assume that like I want. Yeah. I think that's totally fair. I want to be able to problem solve with my climbing partner. Yes. Yes. Like talk through things. Yes. Yes. I like that. I think that totally makes sense. So what's your number three, Lauren? Um, Okay. (laughs) This feels like such a baseline like thing. I'm so glad I'm not looking for a life partner anymore. (laughs) Um, Same. Good God. uh, For all you ladies out there, more power to you. (laughs) Um, But like, (laughs) shit seems rough out there. Um, Okay. So my like third thing is just I'm I'm leaving – I'm putting this under the blanket of being an adult. Um, but oh. okay, so these are the things that I would consider um qualifications for being an adult about rock climbing. Safety. Just like having general safety knowledge, respecting that safety is important, respecting discussions around safety. That's like baseline. This is like whatever. Communication. Um I don't you know, you know, like being clear, where are we going to be? What do you want to do? What are you looking for? Like who's carrying the rope? <laughs> who's bringing the pads? Just like baseline communication stuff. Um, And then like the third thing I would qualify is like, just like being on time. And it doesn't oh. have to be perfectly on time, just like on time ish in a respectful way. Um, And also communicating about that. If you are not going to be on time, obviously there's a difference between like, if you're meeting two people at the crag that have enough boulder pads and they're going out and you're like, Hey, I'll probably meet you. Like I'm going to be on time. And then like, if you're an hour late, but it doesn't really matter because your pads or whatever you were bringing aren't critical to the other people going climbing. That's cool. Um, Or if you bailing is fine, like, you know, but just like being respectful of people's time. And if you are going to be, be late or like late ish, just like, giving people a heads up about it yeah like these feel like very basic things to me but um they can be yes hard to achieve but for all my athletes that I work with like y'all I know like any athlete that is working with me or like engaging with one of my programs if you're making outdoor climbing plans or even like indoor climbing plans whatever and you like need to depend on someone else please make the bar this is like the lowest bar just like good communication safety adult stuff also bonus if you're like an adult about cooking like you just like know how to do basic adult things like on a camping trip (laughs) like putting up a tent or keeping things clean or like helping cook or helping clean up like just basic shit yeah that's all like that's like that should honestly uh, be like your baseline expectation for like yourself and the people around you (laughs) like do it I have nothing to add because <laughs> I would like everyone in the world to hear that again. <laughs> like, I get, listen, I get that like, you know, when I was like 19 and just left the house, I was terrible at cooking and like, I didn't know that much about camping and like, it's totally fine to have like low levels of adult experience. But like, y'all, if you're 30 and if I tell you to like, you know, cut up an onion 
It doesn't even have to be perfectly diced, but just like have some idea about how to do that. <laughs> Come on. You know? Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. This is the I mean, listen. I had to learn how to like cook and do adult stuff, but like good god. <laughs> just be able to do adult shit. Like be on time, communicate if you're running late, be safe and like know how to function on a camping trip. Bar is low. Bar is low, but like that's like I I think like this isn't my top three thing. This is like the barrier to entry on if I will ever go on a climbing <laughs> trip with you again, frankly. But like, yeah. Yeah. Um it's wild. I think it's out a there. good boundary, so, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that just these just feel like basic things that like and if you don't know like I also like with safety and with like some of these things or like knowing how to camp, this isn't me saying like you need to like immediately know everything about being a perfect boy scout. Like, no. no. But if you're like going someone <laughs> going camping with someone or going on a climbing trip with someone, is like it's okay if you don't know everything, but just like be open and willing to learn and like get involved, right? Like be like, hey, mm-hmm. I actually have never done XYZ. I am super happy to help. Or like just be clear about like your experience with stuff before you like get into a trip but just like you know right. as long as you give a shit to be a contributing member of like the climbing trip or the climbing situation um then like then you're good you don't have to be perfect at everything but just be like you know be a team player that is responsible and you'll be fine so that's my number yeah. three <laughs> that's got a little um, ranty but like jesus fucking christ <laughs> like, i think so can i tell you my number two yes tell me tell me your number two <laughs> My number two is actually to prioritize safety. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Because for me, it's not that I've been in a situation where someone like hasn't been like safe with me or like they're just kind of crazy or I don't know. Like I've never had an experience where I've I've been particularly nervous but I don't want to climb around someone who is also not safe like I don't Mm -hmm. even if you're not belaying me even if you're not spotting me but if you are wildly unhinged with your personal safety I don't like feeling like I have to be responsible for you I do not want to parent anyone I am a climbing partner with that is not my role (laughs) and it should not be yeah Ooh, period. I don't know if I've <laughs> told this story on the podcast yet, but I have oh. a I will I will tell it quick. But basically, I was on a climbing trip. This is my first day ever like multi-pitch climbing. I'm probably like 3 years into climbing at this point. Um and I was climbing with like a good friend, Mike, and his like new-ish girlfriend. And she'd been climbing for about 6 months and she was doing like really well. Um and she had some unadulterated newbie confidence that um led her to some extremely poor decisions so we are one pitch up on our multi-pitch climb um and there's like a big ledge like you can like completely like you could be like out of your harness like taking a nap like you could like set up a you know it's like a big area it's like a nice you know it's practically like a second belay area right and i think there's a couple different routes that kind of come off this like area on the cliff So we all start talking and we're like, I wonder if we're on the right route. And I also wonder, like, you know, we weren't super clear on if, like, my friend was going to have to build a trad anchor at the, like, top of the next pitch or if it was going to have um, bolts in it. So this girl makes the decision that she's just going to start climbing up this crack, uh without any gear, without being belayed, just to see if she can get, like, 10 feet up to see if she can, like, see what's up with the anchor. Which, like, doesn't even make sense. Okay. So she starts (laughs) free soloing on this second pitch. No. Six months into climbing, Caitlin. Nope. Nope. Okay. She does not... So she gets too high up to where she doesn't really know how to down climb and can't get out of it. I am literally sweating. I, I yes. hate this story. <laughs> and it's like a five, six or something. So it's like a five, six or seven. So it is easy climbing, but it's also like, dude, if you fuck up, like this is bad, bad, like bad, bad, bad. Very and small also it's my margin first, for error. Right. And I, it's also my first time multi-pitch climbing. So like I'm already fucking nervous because this was like in my era of climbing where I was like dealing with a very severe fear of height. So I already like kind of hated that we were going multi-pitch climbing anyway. And I was like, so 
we're all like fucking gripped as she's like trying to make it to the top. She finally makes it. Fortunately, she had like a sling and a carabiner in her harness on. So she's able to like clip into the anchor at the top and thank God there is an anchor. But like, this is the shit she does. And then it turns out to be the wrong route that she went up anyway. And then we had to like rescue her ass. And I'm serious. It took the whole day to like get us out of this situation. And then it like killed our entire day of climbing just because she wanted to like be cool. I, so yeah, I think yeah. if you nope. want to like, I just, yeah, if I you want to be unhinged, go with someone else. Don't put others like in a situation that yeah because if you like fuck up it's not just like your safety it's like other people like have to deal with your bad safety decisions yeah and no one wants to watch someone no fall and die like that's no so like on obviously like it'd be terrible if you like took some risks and got hurt and like that sucks but like i think if you're gonna take a risk like you need to like check with everyone that they're like cool consenting to you taking that risk because it's like that involves them too um so and yeah also like just to, just to give an example like i have a really good friend and she just happened to be in the area when like a really bad climbing accident happened and she had to go to like it was like truly traumatizing it like fucked up her climbing for like months because it was just like so traumatic um fortunately like no one was seriously injured in that accident but like it was bad mm-hmm. to see and like you know now she's in therapy once a week and like having to do all this Mm -hmm. like i forget what the whatever it's like it takes like you know it's a lot of people's time and emotional energy if you take an unnecessary risk and something bad happens so safety is important being unsafe is not cool yeah like i don't obviously i don't want to like blame someone if they get injured or like yeah like we're all acknowledging that there's like a risk in climbing and like shit happens but like taking more risks than necessary yeah especially if it like you know that's like climbing isn't like an inherently safe sport so we all need to acknowledge that we are taking risks but like doing dumb shit to look cool that's where i draw the line (laughs) like yeah hard (laughs) no okay what's your number two lauren my number two um okay someone who is on the same page as me when it comes to crag etiquette um Mm, yeah and also i want someone to be on the same page as me if they like think someone is being like annoying at the crag and like bonus points if you're a man that notices someone (laughs) being mansplaining and terrible to me and you like say something about it because frankly like if you're a man like (laughs) or if you're a friend that's like i have i have a few female climbing partners where i'm like oh like they will, uh, you know, they will mama bear me. I'm <laughs> like, not that I like need it, but it is nice um, to have like, but yeah. So I just want someone that's like on the same page when it comes to crag etiquette, like how your dog behaves or just like kind of honestly, this is like a baseline thing, but just like being on the same page about like how beta spring isn't cool. Being on the same page about like not being rude about like talking about climbs being like super easy or a joke in front of like other climbers where like that climb feels hard to them. Just like normal polite things like not being super like you know whatever but like just you know being good about crag etiquette so that i'm not like one trying to be like oh god i didn't realize you did that at the crag um or like whatever (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah like uh yes yeah that is that's mine Like, like i just want us to be like polite on the same page yeah on the same page about what's acceptable at the crag and willing to like call things out if it's not okay or willing to you know like help each other out if something it something shitty is happening to like mm-hmm. what and i mean i'll do that for a friend too like you know i'll be like she didn't ask you she doesn't care um or like yeah like leave her alone <laughs> or uh you know so that is what i want um i love that yeah simple crag etiquette um caitlin what okay now we're getting down to your number one what is your Number one thing that you look for in a climbing partner. I think we've said this in a lot of different ways, but I think it's worth to me putting as my number one, because I think this is going to make me have a good day. It's going to make Mm -hmm. me feel safe. It's going to make me feel safe. And it's also going to make me feel comfortable, like expressing things I need to, but Yep. I need a climbing partner who respects me and doesn't dismiss me. 
I think mm. that's like all encompassing because if someone respects me, they're giving me the time and space to be myself. They have, you know, expectations of how I am. I have expectations mm-hmm. of how they are. It, we're team players. We go back and forth, but there's just this underlying base level of, I respect you. You respect me. We're going to make sure that like we're there for each other in a way that we all, we know, or we've talked about, or, you know, that's, I think important. That's my number one. (laughs) I love it. I am totally with you there. Um, mine is like kind of similar, but mine is like, this is kind of like a tier climbing partner. And also like, frankly, y'all I've been in climbing long enough that I like (laughs) have my short list of people that I'll like definitely go climbing with, or I just like, no, at this point, um, which is good. Like I know what questions to ask, like all those things. Um, but yeah, like it can be definitely tough as you're like starting out and climbing and trying to figure out like who you like climbing with and like all of those things. So just like, you know, we can't beggars can't be choosers always. If you're like just starting to find like a good group of climbing partners, but like a good climbing partner is worth their weight in gold. And like, obviously a good friend is worth their weight in gold. So like make sure to, you know, be good to your climbing partners um, if you, like, find a good one. Um, So, anywho, my number one is I want my climbing partner to have a learner's mindset towards rock climbing. Um, I think, like, a bad mindset or, like, a bad attitude can be, like, kind of contagious. And, like, also it can be sort of exhausting if you are climbing with someone that you feel like, or especially as a coach just because, like, you know, when I'm climbing for me, I would love to not feel like I'm in coach mode all the time because it's like, mm-hmm. finally, I'm climbing for me. Um, but I just want to be with someone that's like on the same page in terms of like, we want to figure out the rock climb. We like learning. Like, yes, this is hard and it's frustrating, but also like we're doing this for fun and we like figuring stuff out and we like enjoy the process of like figuring shit out and enjoy trying hard and enjoy like giving really good efforts and just like you know, you really love climbing. So I really want someone to have like that learning, that growth mindset towards climbing. I want someone to be like totally confident in themselves. Like I don't want to feel like I'm having to be on like, you know, like, and I'm totally cool being a good friend and everyone has their days. But like in general, I want like a climbing partner who feels like an equal in terms of like we, you know, like both believe in ourselves we both like have our shit together we both like you know it's like like I said it's totally cool to have those days where like things are going bad that's not what I'm saying but I want my climbing partner to have a foundation of like a solid mindset and attitude towards rock climbing just so that Mm -hmm. I don't have to like feel like I'm in like coach mode at the crag all the time no that's so fair yeah because you don't want to be like working when you're not working like you yeah you have the business you have so that you can go right. do the things that you love and without, this is not me yeah. saying that like I don't like I definitely love like you know like mentoring and like they're like taking no, no. people yeah. out and like enjoying you know but like like if I was like this is more like a theoretical thing where if I was like picking my like you know if someone was like this has to be your climbing partner you could only climb with them for six months I'd be like okay this is like this. very mm-hmm. important, right? But like, no. if I just, you I know, agree with like, you. I don't, I don't expect. This is why it's the number one criteria. Like the first two are kind of like baseline expectations. This one's like icing on the cake. If we can have this, like, this is a great situation. And mm-hmm. also, like, the obvious thing is like, I want to have a good time with you. And like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, all my best climbing days are with partners that I can like laugh with. Like, if we aren't laughing at the crag, and like, you know, even if we're like sucking or having a hard time, like, if we aren't like enjoying our time like you need to click to be like good yeah. climbing partners i feel like like there needs to be climbing saying, partner chemistry like yeah 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 i think kind of what you're saying too is like there's this reciprocity there where it's like you're allowed to have bad days but if you know this person at this like you know this icing on the cake level just like they you understand each other and you're able to just have a good time you don't have to like you know they're not an energy sink for you mm-hmm. and like what your goal is. Like, I, I think, I think that's you. Yeah. You, you'll generally know when somebody like, isn't going to be the right climbing chemistry partner for you. I think I'll, yeah. I'll leave it at that. Exactly. Okay. Caitlin, should we tell people? So 
I feel like this episode was very ranty, um, <laughs> but I feel like a lot of these things needed to be said. Um, so I, I want to end this by some of these are really funny. Um, I want to end this by reading the a few of the um, submissions that we got from our listeners. So I asked on Instagram what your biggest climbing partner pet peeves are. And some of these oh are like God. really funny. And some of these I'm like, oh, I've maybe done that. So these are definitely <laughs> like, you know, pet. If your personal pet peeves doesn't necessarily mean that the action is wrong. But it might just mean that if someone does this, you need to like tell them that it annoys you um, because like someone can do something annoying and not be an overall bad climbing partner. Right. But, like, <laughs> yeah. Some of these are really fucking funny. So, Caitlin, um, why don't do you want to read uh, the first one? Oh, sure. I haven't read yeah. these yet, so I'm really excited. OK, yeah. <laughs> People who talk too much between climbs telling a story after they've tied in and <laughs> Honestly, I've probably on. done this because do you know what? If I've tied in and I'm really fucking nervous, I will like avoid like jibber jabber mouth. I am the I'm exact like, same way. I actually no, it's love bad. when I'm really nervous. I'm like, I need to like, I yeah, like know. I know if people are in line for the climb, I'll I'll hustle. Yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm self aware. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, if I have the opportunity to like nervous <laughs> talk, I'm going to take it. That is so funny. Okay. Oh, yeah. If I'm like tying, like you, there's like videos of me. If I'm like tying in for my like next project burn and I'm really nervous, like I'm like, I, I need to chat. I need to crack a joke. I need to say something funny. Like I'm like doing anything to like break the tension that I'm feeling. But if we're like getting shit done and we're on a schedule, then like, yeah, yeah. Different I can story. In. Different story. But, okay. Yes. Read number um, two. Okay, number two. Um, when your partner needs to climb every day and you like performing in rest days, um, LOL, I, I am friends with who submitted this, but I'm not going to say who it is. But <laughs> um, I have experienced this firsthand and it's very funny. Um, yeah, some there's, you know, different styles of climbing. Some people just want to like climb, climb, climb. They don't really care if they're like doing the thing. They just want to like climb all day, every day. And some people are like, I want I'm to like take live. rest days and I want to like perform and I want to like do something at like my highest level. And so, so I think um, that's tough. Or you're yeah. like, I just don't need to climb like the whole day. I'm going to get like really tired. So I think everyone has like different, different energy levels and different priorities. Um, For but sure. yeah, it is good when those things are matched. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's hilarious. Um, okay. Number three, there were a few people that said this. So, Caitlin, I'll let you share this one. Rope management and not flaking the rope. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think everyone that's... has different levels of, like, preference on rope flakery. Um, if you like to have the rope flaked every time. You know, also, you have one bad situation where you find a knot in the middle of the rope while, while you're climbing. Has that ever happened to you, Caitlin? Yes. Oh my God. Oh, really? Not, not for me while I was climbing. Okay. But yeah, I was like first person on our rope of the day. We were like, ah, no. But uh, it's it has happened. You know. Okay. I think it happens. Maybe I've maybe never not to everybody. It's but... never happened to me. I've never like been the climber in that situation where there's a knot and it's bad. Right. Um. But I can see how if you've seen that or if it's happened, you could be like pretty uh pretty ready to be like flake the rope every time. Why not? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. People have rope management preferences. I respect it. Um, okay, number four. This one kills me. Uh, this one. Temper tantrums that last longer than five <laughs> seconds. Climbing isn't that serious. Yeah. Climbing isn't that serious. If you got disturbed by that or you feel triggered, I think number four. Listen yeah. Um, listen. <laughs> and it's okay. I will say, like. There are situations where, you know, if someone's like invested a lot of time or a climb was like a totally. big deal to them, that is different for me. You but can it's just care. like yes. you can care. It's totally cool to care about rock climbing. Like, listen, I have cried in the woods in Lander by myself more times. Well, maybe there's only been three epic like cryy mm. sessions. I've cried on a rope and chucked my shoes off a mountain. So like, yeah. I really understand this. Yes. Like <laughs> this happened. Like I, you know, sometimes you need to like go cry it out, but there's a difference between like being like, I have a lot of feelings. I will be excusing myself from the crack while I feel these feelings. No Goodbye, one needs to watch this happen. But throwing a whole ass temper tantrum, um, you know, 
I I generally agree with this one. This is funny. Um, and yeah, I think like average run of the mill yep. day at the crag. Not every day is going to be your best day. Uh, it's okay to mess up. Um, you yeah, don't you're need allowed to, to like, be upset. You're allowed to care. Out. It is just rocks. No screaming, please. That's such a yeah. Bad like vibe. you can yeah. I think a little bit of power. You know, there's a line. There's a line. Yeah, power screaming versus my identity and ego are having a complete meltdown right now yeah like that you can power different. scream you can fall you can scream fuck yeah, yeah like i don't care but yeah i think the five second rule <laughs> five second rule that feels good there to you me. go i yes. am in line with this one okay yep. caitlin i'm giving the last one to you <laughs> great okay when they eat the last of the snacks and i <laughs> i got specifically for me and don't buy more oh wow okay <laughs> here <laughs> okay tip tip for everyone here bring more snacks than you need that's all i will say because there will be the person who's like please can i have a snack and yeah sometimes there will be snack gremlins that's the that's what yeah. happens yeah i think um yeah this one's i always bring extra like fruit snacks there's been so many t- there's like been quite a few times at the crag where someone's like talking about how they're tired and i'm like hey do you need a fruit snack and it'll be like a random person and they're like their eyes get all big and they're like, <laughs> oh, my God, actually, yeah. yeah. And then like, I do. And then they're like, thank you. And so yeah. then I just Always give them bring some more. snacks. So just bring extra. But yeah, I mean, try to, you know, not be a mooch. I guess if you are going to give someone snacks and you do want them to, you know, maybe get you some snacks like propose jokingly propose a trade um or a future iou to let them know that you would yeah, like some snacks, snacks snacks are spency you know that's yeah, kind of the reality yeah. so i think that that does sound that does sound ious um, trades some of these maybe. feel very specific um hilarious yeah so mm-hmm. yes well there you have um, it <laughs> well there you have it all right happy Amazing. valentine's day, <laughs> happy valentine's day. <laughs> find a climbing partner that doesn't make you want to submit answers to our instagram stories about dramatic <laughs> climbing partners or or <laughs> pet peeves you find in your partners uh yep yeah also go listen to our kelsey keitel episode we talked about boundaries <laughs> very important if anything annoys yes. you about your climbing partner or you need to have tough discussions with your climbing partner don't you know people can make mistakes don't write them off immediately but do be an yeah. adult and learn to have a talk about it because that will solve a lot of problems. Um, and then you won't end you up like Layla in the world. Yeah. So in this world, be a, mm, I, I do wish that Layla would have been like, fuck you, Winnie. I'm not paying you for that camping trip. And we're not friends anymore. <laughs> 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 but, uh, you know, yeah. don't, and don't be a Winnie. Don't be a Winnie and just be an adult. <laughs> And you'll be fine. All right. I think we can wrap it up there. Sign off. Um, <laughs> sign off. Caitlin, is there anything before we end this episode? Is there anything uh, you want to tell people about um, as this episode's coming out in mid-Feb? I do. And all I'm going to say is I will have more information coming out soon about some of the exciting offers I have. I really feel passionate about helping people understand, you know, sort of an answer to the question, am I doing okay in my nutrition and what could I be doing better? So I'm going to have a free resource coming out very <gasps> soon that yay, will yay, tackle yay. this. So I'm really excited. Uh, so excited yeah. for that. Yes. Yeah. This, this largely, this idea has evolved uh, from um, a recommendation that Lauren gave me a while ago based on our end of year nutrition uh, reflections. So I'm excited that it has evolved into this and uh, they there will likely be a link in our show notes, uh, but I don't want to say more now in the event that I have not said anything about it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're recording this not in February just yet. So that is um, that's why we are being mysterious. Um, yes. Let's see. On my end, um, I just want to say thank you to everyone that has joined the Fast Track Movement course so far. That is so exciting. Um, I honestly can't believe how many people have snapped this up and it makes me want to set my goal number of people for the year into this program, um, even higher. So maybe I'll share that number with you, but if you're in fast track, please tell a friend about it. Um, and if you're not yet in fast track, 
my signature free movement course, then you can learn all about it and get yourself into it in the show notes. Like literally y'all in like, you know, a couple of hours of work over the course of like a week, probably even less, you can literally change the way you look at climbing. And I am not, those are not my words. Those are the words of people that have sent me DMs. Like literally like Lauren, the way I climb has already changed after module one. I didn't realize I was doing this thing and now I realize it and I am changing the way that I rock climb. So get into fast track. It is sick (laughs) and it is completely free and you're going to have a ton of fun with it. So you can check that out in our show notes. Okay, Caitlin, I think that is all. Um, Until next time, everyone, keep Keep it it average. Oh, boy. Caitlin here. We hope you're feeling validated about how you choose your climbing partners. Now, I'll close us out with some exciting announcements and our production credits. Want to feel like a fueled climber with all the energy in the world, but don't really know where to start or what to prioritize? If you're ready to stop procrastinating about getting your nutrition together and start making changes that will last, join my coaching waitlist. Head to www.caitlinholmes.com forward slash coaching to join the waitlist for spring 2024 nutrition coaching. And if you're done with wondering what to do when you go to the gym and you're excited to start training like you mean it, then check out the suite of Good Spray training programs. Learn more at www.goodsprayclimbing.com. The Average Climber Podcast is hosted by me, Caitlin, and my co-host, Lauren. You can find us on Instagram at The Average Climber Podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at Dirtbag Nutritionist and Lauren on her Instagram over at Good Spray Coaching. Editing for this episode was done by Lauren Abernathy. The music for this episode was created by Devin Dabney. The Average Climber Podcast is a part of the Plugtone Audio Collective. Head on over to PlugtoneAudio.com to learn more about the other shows on this awesome network.